This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, I got the thumbs up from Eddie. So what's up, Al? How's it beza? Oh, uh, hi there, Jerry. I got word from one of the uh, higher-ups here. At uh, Odyssey, yeah, that Scott Shannon of uh, CBS FM fame. He does the morning show. Yeah, sure. He's interested in coming on as a guest on the warm-up program. Really? Yeah. Cool. Why? He, he seems to be fascinated by me. Okay. And my weirdness. All right. And I guess he wants. So to... I'll step aside, and you guys can do it. No, I think he wants to come in and uh, see what is going on. And I think uh, no, I think you would need to. Well, he's not interested. Be the me, facilitator so as to why just, he finds uh, me so bizarre. I'll let him interview you. I'll was, take the day off. I was told he said that he could have made me a morning show star, probably like Mister Leonard back in the day, maybe or uh, Howard the cab driver. Maybe. How about that? Oh, that would have been my dream, Jerry. Wasted opportunity. Wasted opportunity. Our paths did not cross. Yeah. Much more for them now. Well. Be honest, I think that shows past peak. I think he sells number one. Isn't he is. He? he does very well. Yes, <laughs> they do great. I know, and they do great like twelve plus numbers. You could like re-energize it. Yeah, maybe they'd do twenty fives. Well, when's he going to retire? I don't want to move over there, and then he retires, and I come back, and Boomer won't take me back. Well, like, I don't bailed. know, man. Listening to Boomer today, I don't know how much more time Boomer's got. Yeah, he didn't sound so into. You heard him. I wonder when his contract expires. Which I don't one, even Scott know. or Boomer? Boomer. I hope they don't. They're not running concurrently. Uh, yeah, they both leave at the oh same time. Oh my dark. god! Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I uh, would like to ask. How do we? How do you casually ask somebody that? Yeah, hey, what's I, your contract up? Talking about Boomer. Yeah, Boomer. When's your contract up? Just ask him. Yes, I need to plan my future. Here's how I could do it. I could go like this, just casually. Oh, I heard uh, Evan uh, Roberts re-upped in the afternoon. When is your contract up? There you go. That works, right? And you're the producer of the show. I would yeah, think I you could should ask know, that. actually. I'm allowed to ask that. To be quite honest. Like, why would that not? You're not asking about how much he no, makes. No, you're right. He'd like, I would think me. that's something you could go ask Spike. I don't think there's any, that's not talking numbers or I anything. See. Just just so I know, like, when is my host here through? Yeah. Locked up. That's good. I'll, I will ask that, Jerry. That's all. Could you let me know when you get an answer? You're right. That's fair. I will certainly let you know. Okay. Very good. Now, you were in Texas over the weekend. I was. Let me ask you this, Jerry. Because a lot of times we have this idea when we live in the tri-state area of how the tri-state area is and how we all want to get out. And we have this idea that the life on the other side of the tri-state area is different. Right. Better. What were your thoughts of Texas? Is different. It, better. It is, <laughs> <laughs> so those two things is what you would describe. I would, how, yeah. how? Newer. Okay. More space. People are friendly. I mean, everywhere you go. I've heard Joe Rogan no, say that. Who's that? Joe Rogan has mentioned No that. one yells at you. I'll give you an example. So when I got to um, the airport in Dallas this uh, yesterday morning, I said to the uh, the employer, the employee there, I said, I need to check my bag, but I ended up on the Skylink, which is inside the terminal. I said, 
how do I change? He goes, all right, so here's what you're going to do. I and mean, he took his time to tell me the steps I could take. And I'm like, okay, I'll, so I'll just go to the gate and I'll do the gate check thing. And that's fine, whatever. I get to the gate check. I get to the, to the gate. I go up. Hi, sir. How you doing? Now, think about when you go to JFK, Newark, or LaGuardia, how they respond to you. you first of all, they don't look up at you at no. first. I was 10 feet walking to him. He's like, good morning, sir. How you doing? How can I help you? I'm like, I'm like well, so here's what I did. I will take care of that. No problem. Great. So he gives me the gate check. He goes, when you get when you land in LaGuardia, he goes, just make sure when you get off the plane, just wait. They'll bring your bag up. I'm like, okay, great. Got it. So we get off the plane. I'm waiting. Guy comes up. He's got a stroller. Who's stroller? And the guy, people like, it's ours. What are you waiting for? I'm like, oh, my bag. I had a gate check. Downstairs. I said, you know, I, they told me in Texas that it would be here. Downstairs. <laughs> I'm like, at the carousel? Downstairs. So it'll be downstairs. <laughs> Let me get this straight. Do I couldn't go downstairs to find this? been ruder yeah. and couldn't have cared less about what I was looking for. Right. And there was just, a wonderful Texas gentleman who helped oh you, and then you got, God. boom, JFK or LaGuardia. At, te- at, at AT&T Stadium, every usher, everywhere you walk in, they greet you with a hello. And I'm not saying, you know, if you go to Barclays or MetLife, I'm not saying they're not. There. It's just everyone is pleasant at the bar, the restaurants we were at. I mean, hey, is anybody sitting there? No, come on, sit down. We got plenty of room. I'm like, oh no, no, I'll sit down here. Okay, but you know, I'm like, just nice. And the space, there's just so much open space. Do the women speak with a sexy Texas yeah, accent? Some of, yeah, of course they do. Yeah, they're wearing the cowboy boots and the hat. It's, it's, it's a good, good spot. And there's a lot of everything. There's so much new construction. Like the shopping centers are gorgeous. I know that sounds funny, but. You can tell when a place is run down and dirty. Yeah. Everything's just nice. And I listen, they've got their issues weather-wise, and I know that. Most of the time, they don't. As far as what? Well, when they get hit with storms, they get hit with I mean, they have flooding. Sometimes it'll rain like, you know, they need Noah's Ark. They also had that electric grid get knocked out. And, and they're not ready for cold. When they get that rare snowstorm, it is a mess. So they have their problems for sure. But 90, I mean, it was so, God, it was 85 and not a cloud in the sky bolt days. Just beautiful. Texas is so big, though. Like, I wonder, do the the different parts must have different feels, right? Probably. So like Dallas, what are the other major you cities? The same thing about New York State, though. Albany's different than Manhattan. It's yeah. different than Staten Island. It's different than way out in Long Island. Well, where's the best place to go, then? I don't know. Um I, I, I will tell you I met Danny White's friends that lived in San Antonio. Any former Cowboys? That I no 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 no. This is his business partner, oh, his okay. wife that he's known since 1984. Wow, or 83. They live in San Antonio. They love it. They've always been in Texas, but they've been in San Antonio for the last 15 years. Um, Dallas seems the thing I like about Dallas is you're in Texas, and yet you get the you get a very common feel. Like you don't feel like you're in Texas. Like when you're around the, the arena. And you're in the city, there's there's big buildings, and it looks, it's great. Beautiful neighborhoods surrounding the city. Then you go out a few miles, and all of a sudden, it looks like Texas. Like, I feel like there are different parts, but you're right. Where's um Joanne and what's his name? They're from Waco. Waco, Texas, that's yeah. Got, that's got to have a small town feel. Plus, they fixed all the houses there, right, the so uh, Joanne and uh, Chip, Chip that's Gaines. It. Yeah. They fixed that entire town up. It's got to be nice now. You go there, you buy a nice new house. Then you've got the the shore that's, um, that's I guess, south of Houston. What the hell is it called? The beach. Oh, I can't think of it. Is it San Padre Island? I don't know. I don't, I'm unfamiliar with this one. I mean, just beautiful. Then you got Austin. I feel like Austin's now too uh, filling up with uh, Californians. Well, sure. You know what I mean? And now they're just going to make it mini California and ruin it. Well, now it's interesting you say that because I was talking to people that were saying, boy, we're getting overrun with New York, New Jersey, and Pennsylvanians. Yeah. And it's starting to think a little bit, it's starting to feel a little bit different. Yeah, we're going to eventually, the New York and New Jersey people are eventually going to invade every part of Canada. It's, you know what? Would Uh, you be surprised? Every part of Texas. Would you be surprised? No, I would not, Jerry. Right. So you're saying Galveston is what I was thinking Galveston, about. I'm sorry. Yeah. So there's San Antonio, Austin, Dallas, 
Yep. Houston, yeah. El Paso, Jerry. And I know my friend of mine who is big, as you know, into commercial real estate. Yeah. They do most of their business in states like Florida and Texas and Tennessee because of very positive tax laws that are trying to promote business, um, very favorable tax laws. He's in Texas once every two weeks, and he loves going back and forth. He likes it when he's there. For the most part, deals with very nice people. And no income tax in Texas. That too. No state income tax. That's true. Man, Jerry, that's the life. We'll get ourselves some cowboy hats, Jerry. We'll go move to Dallas. We'll retire there. I would love to go work for the I'll fan get a, out there. I'll get a coffee shop with your kick-ass Wi-Fi. That's it. We'll get. We'll wear. We'll show up in cowboy hats every day to sling coffee. Yeah. To the cowboys. Plus, we could wear guns on us, you right? You can do that. Although there are places I notice where they ask you permit or no permit or whatever. Like, I forget what they say. No, no, no arms. No arms. Yeah. Please do not walk in with arms. I okay. enjoyed that one time when I went to uh, Phoenix. Yeah. And I went to a breakfast spot, and there was a sign on the door that said, "Please leave your gun in your car." <laughs> I know. It's All different. Right. Very yeah. different. But I'd get a holster and everything. I'd wear cowboy boots, holster. Put the spurs on. With the spurs on. There you go. Uh, I'd always wear like a button-down uh, flannel. flannel hat. Like Bo and Luke Duke. Sunglasses. There you go. I'm telling you, I told you this during one of the breaks. We, we were at a traffic light on Sunday evening going out to dinner, and there was a guy in a Chevy pickup truck, like a 1985 model. Nice. And it was like... You know, the tumbleweed was right next to the truck as he was waiting for the light to turn green. I'm Is that like, right? God, I wish I could take a picture of this right you now. You saw a tumbleweed? Yeah. It was like, well, I, maybe not an actual tumbleweed, but it was this brown, burnt-out piece of something that just blew by his truck, and it just, the sun was coming down. It just, it looked like Texas. It would was you, awesome. Would you rather move to Texas or Florida? That's an interesting one. I would say Texas because it's less populated than what Florida's become. Florida's you, overrun right now. I'll give you one more. Okay. Texas or Arizona? Oh. Arizona does have a state tax, though. Yeah, but it's... I Income know. tax, I mean. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I might I might opt for Phoenix. I was just actually that reading that the Phoenix real estate market is slowing down because it yeah. was like going was going crazy yep. when 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 people were able to to work from home people started like yeah whoosh, moving all over the place they're saying the time to start investing in real estate is as it slows down like soon yeah if not now yeah because right now you got the interest rates are so high right that in order to in order for people to have the same monthly payment the house has to be a lot less yeah right so if somebody wants a $2,000 a month payment, right? they used to be able to get that. I, I saw some crazy thing. It was like they were showing like if you took out a $300,000 mortgage mm-hmm. at 2.5% versus 6.5%. Yeah, it's something like over $1,000 a month. I'm telling you, it's like the more, <laughs> mortgages Difference. and banks, they're like just legalized mafia. Yeah. It really is. They're the legalized like, mafia, Jerry. To me... You always talk about this with airfares. Yes. Set the goddamn interest rate and leave it alone. Yeah, leave it. Stop fluctuating. 4% done. That's it. We're never coming under it. You're never going over it. You know what it is. Right. When That's it's, it. When things are going really great, it's not dropping down to God. 1.8%. And when things are going terrible, it's not going to 6 I got to ask you a serious question. Yeah. Why? I'm not saying there shouldn't be taxes. I understand why we have taxes. I get it. No one wants to pay them. And if you can avoid it legally, great. Most of us can't do that. Okay, fine. Why is it just not a flat flat tax? Federal tax rate. Right. Whether you make $20,000 a year, $2 million a year, $2 billion a year. Right. Because you still be paying your full, that big chunk. God. I know it doesn't. Every once it in a while, a federal tax. I don't even know what it is right now, but a, f- a flat federal tax rate of fifteen percent. If I make ten grand, you owe fifteen hundred bucks. If you make a hundred grand, you owe fifteen thousand. You make a million, you owe one hundred and fifty thousand. Pay a percentage. I, I don't. I don't understand why it's different. And every once in a while, uh, an outlier presidential candidate will run on that, but it's somebody who's not Republican and not Democrat. Like they're they're the outlier. And it always dies. Yeah. I know. But it's such a great idea. I don't understand why 
We jerk around with this. Uh, then when you go to do your taxes, you would no money. You wouldn't get money back because you would have paid your percent that you were supposed to be paying. Right. Don't allow different allowances to. It's coming out of your check. Yeah. And we're done. When it's much easier for everyone to, to manage it. Right. Yeah, I don't know, man. So we run, how about we run? All right. So I guess we'll run for that. We'll go move to Dallas. We'll move the White House down there. I don't think the White House is moving anywhere. They're going to stay where it is. Actually, didn't the Cowboys have a place called the White House where they used to uh, do their drugs? That was in the book, yes. Was it North Dallas 40? Was that the book? Well, I thought that... that Which the, was based on no, Cowboys. But, but I thought the, the White House was the Michael Irvin era. Oh, see, now I thought it was the 70s. Oh, maybe I'm confused. No, you... Or unless maybe the... the you could be very right. Maybe the 1990s Cowboys had their own version of the quote-unquote White House. Because I'm talking about, you know, Hollywood Henderson and his yeah. horrible... Now, he's been yeah. recovered for a long time now. And I think he hit the lottery twice. He did. But he had a horrible cocaine problem, and I thought that's where that emanated from. You might be right. It could come from the yeah. 1990s Cowboys. I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember now. You get the books mixed up. Right. The stories mixed up. And the eras of yeah drugs and the cowboys. Sadly, yes, yes, very sadly. That is true. Uh, here's another thing. I was, I was. Oh, this this came out to me. I think Craig Carton sent this to me as well, but okay. I had already seen it. But I think when he sent me a link, and the link wasn't to what it was supposed to be, but okay. I think this was what he meant to send me. Uh, in the UK, this is a man Jerry who's, you know, trying to move in on your calendar market. Okay. Selling calendars? Yes. The My U- market's dead right now, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe this will pump I it up. I sold one in four days. The UK's dullest man. He calls himself the dullest man. Probably stealing my boring. Right. Selling a calendar of his favorite parking spots. Good for him. It's uh, 12 months of his favorite parking spots in Britain. Great. Who's buying that, Jerry? I'm sure someone will buy There's it. There's no fun sayings with it, like how you have on yours. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm not the sure. The world's dullest man. Or, the, no, the UK's dullest man. His name is Kevin. He's 70 years old. Okay. I mean, just because you print it doesn't mean anyone's going to buy it. And maybe just because he printed it, maybe someone will buy it. Who knows? Right. I don't, I don't know. But he went to, he went on a 603-mile journey in search of the best parking spot. This is stupid. Right. This is why you don't retire early. Well, right, Jerry? Or, or at least you give him credit for coming up with something to keep he himself did. busy. Right, he got himself a gimmick. And not for nothing, all tax deductible. <laughs> right, Business I'm, expenses. Yes, I'm putting together a calendar. I always wonder, I asked my accountant that a couple of weeks ago, and we got way off track, and I never really got the answer. Like, what's the line of business expense? And I'm I'm serious when I say, so this is the second year I've done the calendar. I plan to do it again next year because I got to be honest with you. I do it with my kids and it's it's fun. I really do. I enjoy doing it. Although it's a lot of work getting them out, but whatever. Let's say I want to do a calendar full of, you know, with my sayings, but I want different night shots and different. I want it to be different than these yeah. last few years. And all the photos come from a trip I take to Barbados. Is that not, is that trip not all, like that's why I went. Yeah. And I'm, I take my pictures, I come home with, you know, 200 pictures, and I take the best 12, and then you print it and you sell it. So is that not all tax deductible from the business? That I don't know. Like, why wouldn't it be? I would think, you know, if you are if you have an LLC and it's right. for that business. And it's legit. It would be the third year doing it. Yeah. It's a good question. Yeah, where is the line? I don't know. I, re- I really don't know. Because I used to hear like about like even something simple like let's say uh, people who deduct their cable bill who work in the sports media. Yes. And they go, oh, I need cable for uh, sports to do my job. I want to deduct that. You are supposed – in order to do it the right tax legal way, you, you only – you do watch TV. Correct. That's not – Work related, Correct. so you somehow have to figure out the percentage. Well, so my right. So what we do right. is I look at my bill, and we take off the regional sports type package that I pay for. Uh, oh, red that's zone, a good idea. Uh, only the extra sports things, yeah, that are necessary for the job, not the entire bill. Oh, that's no a way. good idea. Yes, to have it broken down like that. That's 100%. a good way to do it. That we do, but we don't. 
Well, I'm not saying here's my here's my cable bill. Just yeah, take that off. Yeah. Uh-uh. Let's get this. No, no, taken no, no. Care no. Of. Does not work that way. And my guy's good because he's you know he doesn't want to draw any red flags. And, sure. You know, let's do it the right way, and, and then you're good. So far, so good. We shall we shall see. Do you know a lot of people still haven't gotten their federal returns? Yes, I do know that. Um, and what's amazing to me about that was we filed. So I went on extension as I do every year because of the way the real estate um, K ones come out for us. So we officially filed on September. I want to say September twenty third. And I got my New York refund eight days later. And federal are horrible. They still have not processed my 2020 return. 2020? When I, when I log into my IRS website, 18's done, 19's done, 20 says, nope, haven't processed it yet. Like, wow. Now, Damn. I w- wasn't looking for a refund and I paid what I owed, but they have not processed the... Uh, so there's technically, as he's told me, they could say, you still owe us you know, $8. You didn't pay us enough. Or I could get a refund for I might have overpaid them. Yeah. So that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, very strange. They're so backed up. Yeah. Which I, you know why? Because they don't have a flat tax. Right. We need to, fl- we got to become flat taxers. <laughs> Let's run on this, Jerry. Flat earth, flat I tax. I flat earth. We all run on flat tax. Not flat earth. Flat earth, flat tax. Flat tax. I love watching the the local politics in town and just the people putting up signs. I love. I don't know why I'm fascinated by local politics, like local, local, like right. town, township Beach, level stuff. Town council. I think these poor people are losing their hair. They're stressed out over like this tiny little town in a tiny state <laughs> yeah. in a huge country. And it's like, what are you really going to do when you become the town council? Like, what are they really they responsible for? Right. I don't. I don't know. I don't either. I don't know why anyone would want to get into it. Yeah. I really don't. Especially anything higher up in politics. I, like, think about, like, why would someone want to be the president? I don't know. Other than it's a total ego thing. Like, your life has got to be miserable. Yeah, I, I agree. And stressful. They always say the, the presidents look like they've aged a decade after four years. But, like, you can't do anything. Every day you're the president. Correct. You can go on vacation, like, once or twice a year, but you have to be reachable and it's not easy yeah you can't really enjoy you're not gonna be like i'm the president i shut my phone down for a couple hours no you can't (laughs) and you also can't say hey you know what you want to go to uh, bermuda for the weekend let's go you really can't do that either can't do that Mm -mm. you have a war breakout at any moment like a war a real war right it's uh i don't no aspirations have never had aspirations to get into politics the highest that seems like really Crazy without being super, super crazy is governor. Okay. But even that is a lot. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't want to be mayor, governor, township mayor, nothing. But the guy in... Uh, I want to be left alone. In Florida, Ron DeSantis. When that hurricane went through, that, people are looking at him for answers. He's Yeah. He's your leader. That's exactly. And a state like Florida is so gigantic. Texas. Well, how about being the president? Gigantic. Right? Right. You're... The president's got the whole United States. Yes. So there's a, you know, all of a sudden there's a catastrophe in Kentucky. All right, get the jet ready. Sir, we have a problem now in Oklahoma. All right, I'm on my way. It's it's tough. Yeah. And it's not a, I mean, they make a fortune when they get out of office. Right. But when they're in office, they're not making a lot of money. No. To what you would think they're making. Yeah, no. I don't know. Not for you or I. Nope. How about we'll stick with us a little while longer? Do what a little while longer? Radio. Radio, absolutely. Just a little bit. Oh, absolutely. All right, so I got a couple things on my plate. I have to ask Boomer when his contract is up. And then we got to get that whole flat tax thing rolling. And we got to get Scott Shannon in here. And Scott Shannon in here, right? That too. Okay, and we'll prepare our move to Texas. So those couple things. Can we move to Texas and still do the show? Yes. From our ranch in Texas. That would be awesome. With cattle behind us, Jerry. The problem is my wife wouldn't go. Oh. We have cowboy hats on with our headphones. I think I'm stuck in Jersey. Cattle behind us. I think my next move will be down past you. Jersey, uh, South Jersey. Yeah, I do. I think so. Might head like a little south of Brick. South of Brick. Yeah. I don't know when this would be, but. Is Tom's River south of Brick? Yeah. That's exit 82. Brick is 91. Wow, 82. Mm Mm-hmm. 
I don't know that I'll go that far. Yeah. I'm not sure. Somewhere between the Brick Point Pleasant area, Mantaloking, somewhere around Mantaloking, there. Mantaloking, yeah. Mantaloking. Forked River. Yeah. <laughs> Egg Harbor Township. <laughs> I don't know. It's somewhere. Barnegat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of all like the towns I see on the well, far you, always, you learn them from the train line. Or when you're going to uh, drive into Atlantic, Atlantic City, you see yep. all the exits. It's Absolutely. always funny when I pass by exits, I was like, oh, we get calls from there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I did that when I went out to the Blue Point Brewery on yes. Long Island. This is where that is? Right. God damn. You live far. Yes. Like, Sally, this is how far you're driving, huh? <laughs> Good God. I got a, I actually sold a calendar Friday to someone in North Bellport. Isn't that where G's from? Yes, I believe right? so, yeah. Bellport or Bellport, wherever? Bellport, yeah. I thought of him. That's all. And how about in the first calendar, the first one I got out yesterday, I get home, first calendar, Lubbock, Texas. I thought that was cool. See, they like us in Texas. They, I'm... It's fascinating to me the amount that of people that watch us from around the country. I got to get the Texas by the time I start pulling from my 401k because otherwise I get income taxed on that. And, and you if don't, don't if you move there? No, because then they only take federal out. But what about when you move there? You wouldn't own some sort of a, you wouldn't owe some sort of a tax? I don't think so. Interesting. Yeah, and that's why retirees move to these areas. Was not aware of this. Oh yeah. All right. I'm not 100% aware of this, but I'm hoping. Got it. All right, Jerry, warm up next. See you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. We need your second opinion. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Right, we do this on a Tuesday morning. It is so great to have you with us. I actually felt bad I was not here yesterday for one of Eddie Scazzeri's favorite days of the year, but I'm here today, the Eddie Scazzeri here again. And across from me, his name is Al Desmond Dukes. We call him ADD for short. What's up, man? Good morning, Jerry. Good to have you back from, uh, where were you, Dallas? I was in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Yes. Dallas-Detroit uh, Lions. Correct. Also saw the Mavericks and Grizzlies on oh, Saturday yeah. night. How was that? It was actually, it was a lot of fun. It's fun watching basketball that gets up and down the floor, and there's not a lot of standing around. Okay. Is and that was, different than what goes on around here? Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, okay. I, I find watching the Knicks and Nets brutal. As much as I like the Nets, the regular season's awful. This was fun. This was uh, this was neat. People are saying that now about the regular season in baseball. Kind of pointless. I suppose if you just want to have a tournament, you can have a tournament, I guess. Yeah, because, uh, you know, the the, the teams that are in. You, you know, still got to get in. You still got to get in, right? But once in. you get in. But there's no, like, need to win your division, that sort no, of thing. but there's not in football either anymore. That's true. I mean, in football, the home field advantage is pointless at this point. Yeah, I guess with football, though, it's only 17 games. And these baseball and basketball yeah. seasons, they just drag well, on so and on. Football starts in August and ends in the middle of February now. That's different from when we were kids. Yeah, for sure. But when you lose a couple football games, your season's in trouble. Not anymore. That's not true. Because now you can go 9-8, and eight, make the playoffs, and win the Super Bowl. Hmm. Well, still. <laughs> it's true. I mean, you look at this? some of the teams that have, have gone deep in the playoffs. doesn't matter anymore. 
Yeah, but I guess it's still different than 17 games versus 162 games. For sure. Oh, it's definitely different, of course. There's more of a premium on the games, yeah. Like right now, I could not imagine baseball season. Well, the good news, well, well, yes, because it just ended for you. It did just ended, but like. You need a break. Yeah, but just the idea of it now and concept of like what we saw happen to the Yankees, the Mets, the Dodgers, the Braves, like. I, I couldn't imagine getting up for watching baseball again. I, I mean, understand. I guess I will. I think the one thing I would say, though, is at the end of the day, you don't have bad teams in the World Series. I mean, you have the prohibitive favorite in the American League. I mean, the Yankees losing to the Astros. Is there anybody in this building that's surprised by that? No. Okay, so what was supposed to happen happened. Make that case. Right. Now, the way it happened was embarrassing. But the Astros winning, they were favored to win. So that actually made sense. The Phillies one is... I don't think it's crazy from the standpoint of that lineup is really good. They just underachieved in the beginning part of the year. And if you look at what they did in August and September, they were a much better team. Not better than what the Braves and the Mets were, but they were good. After they got, I don't know why it didn't work with Joe Girardi. I have no idea. They were a good team with Rob Thompson. It just feels weird like to imagine coming in here in June and breaking down a Yankee and Met game. Like, why? Well, because that's what we do. That's sports radio, Al. Right, but but... Does it matter? Only if you end up winning at the end. Right. But there's only one team that does that. Uh, I suppose. There's one team that does that. That's yeah. it. And the one thing about the Phillies that you would also point to, when well, what do we talk about October? What's it all about? Pitching, pitching, pitching. pitching. You got Wheeler and Nola. I mean, they're really good, and that kind of proved itself out in the postseason. And, you know, who wasn't really good? DeGrom and Scherzer. That's true. And Bassett. Not real good. Yeah, that Phillies, that stadium was looking so cool. I was I, telling, talking to CeeLo about this yesterday. Like, I love that stadium. It looked like such a fun place yep. to be if you were a Phillies fan. When Bryce Harper hit that home run and ah, everybody's jumping around. Yeah. Da, da, da. Well, I mean, but in I fairness, like if Pete Alonso does that, City Field be going crazy yeah. too. But you're right. Citizens Bank Ballpark is awesome. Yeah, it was cool. Everyone yep. was in red. I got news for you. I went there with Joseph in July for a regular season game. It's just different. They just they they only have one team per league. It's not like we have two, and they're into it, very into it. Yeah, that's the thing that's weird about New York City. We got two teams and everything, and the audience is split. And three in hockey. Yeah, and three in hockey. I know. Where everywhere else that does sports radio, it's like so everyone's on the same page. Yeah, we're all Phillies fans. Yes, we're all Red Sox. Fans. They're all Patriots fans. Yeah, yeah, it is different. I mean, here is cool because you get two different storylines to each team. But you might you might do it like I was just imagining like when we were doing uh, all this Yankees, 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 Yankees. If you're a Mets fan, were you or like, just a football oh, fan, right? Not interested, right? What are we doing? Yeah. So now we got football, Jerry. Now you have football. Now I did watch a little bit of yesterday's game, Bears, uh, Patriots. Patriots. Yeah, I did like it was a little foggy. And then I liked this Zappy coming in. Yeah. They scored two touchdowns. Dun, dun, dun. And then didn't go so good in the second yeah, then half. then what happened? He didn't do so good. He threw a couple of fourth-quarter interceptions. The Bears scored some points. And the Bears could have scored more points. They got to the two-yard line. Yeah, they kept kicking field goals. Right, but I'm saying at the end, they could have really poured it on had they chosen to. Right. And they didn't. They were up by enough. It was over. And then the Patriots. The Patriots are weird. There's a couple of weeks you've watched them and like, look at you know what? They got something here. And then all of a sudden they they stink. Yeah. But so he, he, and even last night I felt like when Zappy came in, I was like, Oh, this is that that time in a season. When where it was too, yeah. When a guy replaces a yeah. guy and now he's the guy and they score points. Yep. Yeah. And then like, oh, he might have given the guy back to the guy. <laughs> <laughs> right. He may have given his job back. He might have. He might have. And I was looking with more interest than usual, Jerry, because the Jets play the Patriots. Uh, Sunday at one. Yeah. When this uh, Bailey Zappi came in, I was like, oh, man, now now, we're gonna, now this guy's going to all of a sudden become the main man. Maybe. Maybe. And maybe well, not So it'll be interesting because Bill Belichick would not commit to anything afterwards. Yeah. And he said the plan was always to play both of them last night. Okay. Weird. So we'll see if both of them play this week. Right. Well, but, but it's not like he switched them out. Like, he just... Hold Mac Jones after the was right. it the first so, quarter? Uh, yeah, and a, and a reporter says, but it was also his last pass was the interception. 
So a reporter's like, well, it kind of looks like you took him out because he threw the interception. And he's like, yeah, good for you. Write what you want. <laughs> so okay. he's being pleasant again. Yes. Well, they lost, and they lost soundly. Yeah. So I would not have soundly. expected him to come out smiling. What was that? Uh, 33-14. Yeah. 23 unanswered points by the Bears. Yeah. It was, what, 20-14 to 14 at halftime. They kid The Bears yeah. kicked that field goal to make it 20-14. to 14, mm-hmm. And then they kicked another field goal, made it 20. Then it just kind of extended and extended. Did you happen to see that uh, first touchdown that Zappy threw? Where, I did not. Where the, so the receiver goes, he was wide open, the mm-hmm. receiver, and he made a bad throw, but the receiver made the adjustment, caught the ball up here. When he went down, the ball clearly touched the ground, but he was in but he control held it. of it. Yeah. So that counts now as a catch? So And even in the Cowboy game on Sunday, the Trayvon Diggs interception, where he's got his hands, he's got control of the ball, but the ball does hit the ground. But because I guess he never lost possession, it yeah I, I guess so yeah I guess I guess if see. the ball's gonna hit the ground, they need to see that ball shimmy a little bit, and as long as you 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 got your strong hands on it, I guess you're good. Okay, I yeah, don't know. Did, they didn't even really debate it last night, right? But it just seemed weird because the entire one side of the ball was on the ground. But you know what? It's a catch. Yes, it did look like a catch. It's to about me. time we start understanding what a catch is and yes. stop saying, "Oh, the ball at the ground is not a catch." Okay. But that's what I was confused about because I was like, yeah. oh, the ball hit the ground. See how they've confused us? Yes, I'm very confused, Jerry, and I'm very knowledgeable on sports catching. Well, something like that. Wide receiver. And- oh, yeah. You were a flag football quarterback once in a co-ed league. It did not work out well. <laughs> and then Mac Jones got away with uh, kicking a dude in the crotch. How do you get away with that? The officials do nothing but stare at the quarterbacks. Well, Tom Brady got away with it, too. Uh, well, I guess he ended up getting did a, he get fined, He though? did get fined, yeah. but it was not a penalty during the game. I don't know how the officials don't see this. They just That's the thing that these quarterbacks do now. It's their one way to get back at the defenders. Kick you'd, be them a, right. you'd be a groin kicker. Definitely. Yes. <laughs> Get off me. <laughs> right in the groin. Oh. My spikes right in your groin. All right. Not the spikes. Are you nuts? Top they wear part spikes? of your foot. Yeah, of course. No, but like, do they wear like the, or they wear cleats, football players. Yeah. Cleats, and not spikes. And they have spikes. different lengths for the different surfaces. That's different than baseball, which wears the spikes, yeah. uh, like the metal. Unless they're on, t- I don't know about turf games, though. Turf, they wear those ones with the tiny little... Right. That's what I'm saying. So for the different surfaces, yeah. they have different lengths and different shoes. Kind of cool. That is cool. Yeah. That's when they got to go, oh, we wore our wrong shoes. We didn't know this was going to be a muddy field. Right. That's when you got to go extra long. Yeah. And then you're you're aerating the field as you're running around running. <laughs> yeah, and then they seed it when the game's over. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, these guys did a great job of aerating the field. Let's put some seed down. Didn't you know golf courses, that what they do? They kind of walk across the greens. Do they? No. Oh. <laughs> no. I could see that happening. I'm just kidding. They have machines that do oh. it. <laughs> but it probably mimics it. Uh, yeah. In but some ways. You're not this is not the year sixteen thirty. Yeah. We're not walking across it to create the, the punctures. I see. <laughs> Old Tom Morris back in eighteen sixty one. We've got to air raid the St. Andrews now. <laughs> We're gonna go walking all around the course. Get your watches on so you see how far you've gone. Oh, uh, you're funny. Get your activity right, watches on. They didn't on. have Fitbits back then. Oh, no Fitbits or Apple Watches. <laughs> no. No, and then no, we got no. we did get word that uh, Brees Hall did uh, tear his ACL. Yeah, that is horrible. That sucks. You know, they, the Jets are not a great team, but the Jets are doing really good things. And it's really, I know you want to say most teams, it starts with the quarterback. It has started with this kid. And I'm not saying that they're not going to keep winning games because I think they, I really think that they're they're playing hard. They've got good talent. Defensively, they're good. This is a killer, though. This sucks. And then Vera Tucker as well. What like, does he come do? Come on. He's an offensive lineman. Oh, well, and he's good. out. No wonder I mean, why Zach on. Wilson's running for his life and back Dun- there. By the way, I'm so glad you said that. So he's ran for his life on Sunday. How do you, how do you look? Not good. Right. Uh, Tom Brady's running for his life because I think four of his five starting linemen are out. How's he look? Not good either. How's Aaron Rodgers look with the uh, offensive line in shambles? Yeah, they look bad. Yeah, okay. So don't stop it with the offense. If teams don't start to understand this concept, that if those five guys up front suck, you're going to suck, you got to stop giving the quarterback $45 million a year and not making sure that everywhere else is taken care of. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's very strange. God. Yeah, Zach Wilson was running for his life on yeah, Sunday. It's not easy, is it? No. Now, the Jets did go out and get a running back. They did. James Robinson. James Robinson from the Jaguars. Any good? 
I know you what you're going to say. He's from the Jaguars. <laughs> well, I did look. He does have uh, a couple hundred yards rushing. That already. was the first thing I thought you'd say, though. Yeah. Is he any good, Jerry? I don't know. Right. Not only is he a Jaguar, they don't want him. <laughs> a sixth-round pick. You got it. A player on the Jaguars that they're not interested in anymore. I thought that, I thought that uh, Tiki and Tierney came up with a great idea yesterday. What did they have? Call the Ramsing at Cam Akers, 24, 25-year-old running back who wants to be more involved. Perfect situation. But so they, let's, didn't, they didn't do that. Maybe they could still go get him. I guess they could, but they did go fill a need with Robinson. Yeah. So. I don't know. It just the whole situation just stinks, and I I really feel bad for them because man, they were trending up, and they still might. I'm not saying they won't, but this hurts. Yes. Now they do. They're in playing the Patriots this week. Whether it's Zappy or Mac Jones, we still have a nice, solid Jets defense. And the Jets, they should be. Fav- have you have you seen the line? I have not. Like, seen they the have line. to be favored this week, don't they? I don't think they are. No, actually, you're telling me the yeah. five and two Jets right. are not going to be favored against a three and four Patriots team that don't know who their quarterback is. Yeah, and in fact, I don't. Uh, the, Come on, the, uh, I forget who the Giants are playing already. The Giants—they're not favored either. Neither the Jets or Giants are favored again this week, even though Come they're on. dominating the NFL. That doesn't make sense to me at all. Okay, that's got... right, Jerry. Okay. Oh, they play Seattle. Oh, Seattle, that, that's right. That's okay. Right, no, in that's Seattle. Okay. That one right, makes that, sense. The Giants are in the Seattle. The Jet one doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Now I want to see if the odds changed after last night's. After that disaster. Like, do you know what the odds were going into last night? I think it was like two and a half. It was like a field goal. Three, and a, three something like that. At the very least, don't the Jets have to be a three-point favorite for home field advantage? I would think so. I tell you. I don't know if it's disrespect. Yeah, they're still. Yeah. As of now, I still see. Well, that was from eight hours ago. Yeah, I see plus two and a half. Wow. Okay. Is the line going to talk to you? I'm done with all these things. <laughs> I actually deleted my um, my betting app because that really? was it was. It was uh, You're done with it. Yeah, you know why? Because it was ruining my football days. You I know, some you. people, a lot of people, bet to keep interested in football. Yeah, you like football. I like football. Let me ask so you it this. ruins it for me when I do terrible. So growing up. I just loved watching. I was, you know, I was a Cowboy fan. I just loved watching football. My friends were football fans. Jets, Giants, a couple of Raider fans in there. But for the most part, it was Jets, Giants, Cowboys, Raiders. That, for my friend base, that's what it was. None of us were, like, betting on the side. And I don't mean we were seven and eight years old. I mean in our teens. And all I would ever hear is the NFL is only popular because of gambling. Now, I'm not saying it wasn't more popular because of gambling. But were you one that saw a lot of that? Uh, no, we no. I, I you just did, were football fans. Yeah, I watched football. Yeah, and no matter what the game was, I'd watch. Right there. Are, uh, listen, I do bet most weeks. There are some weeks I don't because I don't like the games, but I still watch every second as I as I can. I don't know. A good example people kept saying about sports betting and all like like the Patriots losing to the to the uh, Panthers this week. Right, makes this no sense. Make any makes sense. no sense. You're right. I agree. There's a lot that doesn't make any sense. The Lions ahead at halftime Sunday didn't make sense. You know, even even the Jets game didn't make sense to me. I'm sorry. The Broncos suck. And the fact that they were hanging on for dear life at the end yeah. made no sense to me. But that's, I think we're at the point, every team has good players, and you just have no idea. It was also the Wait. first time in many years around here where <clears throat> when the Jets and Giants are losing... I don't feel like the game's over. Well, so now let's go back to what makes sense and what doesn't. The Giants, and I, I know they hung on at the one-yard line. I get it. I'm, I'm well aware. But there are a couple of games this year that they lose in the past. This, to me, I think, is where the coaching matters. You've got a lot of the same players. Yes, you've got other ones. You've got no star power at the wide receiver position. You've got You've got injuries they're dealing with, too. But they're finding ways to win games. They've got a quarterback who's being utilized in a slightly different way. And I don't even think he's hit his potential yet, yet he's winning and he's making winning plays. Coaching. Like, in, I don't think in any other sport coaching matters as much as it does in the NFL. And the Giants have a really good one right now. And I think they are 6-1 and one rather than 4-3 and three or 3-4 three and four because of their coach. Right. I do believe that. Yeah, so. people are wearing Brian Dable face shirts at the games now. 
Why I not? saw that in Jacksonville. Did you see the uh, the 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 gif or the meme that's out there of him shoving the assistant coach out of the way to no. go talk oh, to Daniel? Hey, Jones? I did. Hey, I saw the actual video. I didn't <laughs> that's, see. That's hilarious. <laughs> right. Like, the, like, who was that assistant coach? Know, was that the sure. quarterback coach. I don't know. He was like, it was there after the touchdown, right? <laughs> he goes on. <laughs> Let me congratulate <laughs> Daniel Jones. I thought that was tremendous. Yeah. Great. No, they Get got out. a good one, and it makes a big difference. It yes. really does. So, all right, quick break. It's five eighteen. We're just getting started. Lots more to do. It's Alan Jerry Tool, Boomer and Geo at six on the fan. All right, twenty five after five. What is up? It is Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Nice to have you with us. Oh, I got to do my fraudulent five. Have you prepared I have a that? No, I'll have to do that next segment. Oh, so it's not done yet? It's not done yet. Don't you have to put a little more thought into this? No. Oh, you don't. Okay. I take a quick glance. Oh. Well, I have my peep. My I would normally have to take a glance for one or two. Okay. So I got to tell you, Jerry, this NFL season not as easy to pick. Not there's not enough bandwagons to jump on. Right, because the bandwagons that are available, I don't like. Like the Eagles would be a great bandwagon to jump on. Right. I can't bring myself to root for the Eagles. I could see myself rooting more for the Phillies than the Eagles. Because you hate the Astros. Yes. Okay, that's fair. And I I just thought, I was so into watching those Phillies highlights when they would hit home runs. It was so cool. Because it's everything you like. It's a full packed house. Everybody's into it. There's no empty seats. Yes. Yeah, no, I hear you. It's a fun ballpark. They were, ah. Yeah, no, I hear you. You want to go to a game? World Series game? Might be able to get you in for $800 a ticket. (laughs) I thought everything was going to be cheap again. How about this? So I found this interesting. So I I took Matthew to Dallas this weekend with me. It was his birthday Saturday. He loves basketball. So I decided not only to take him to the Cowboy game, but we're going to go to the Mavericks-Grizzlies on Saturday night. So I looked on, you know, StubHub, Vivid, all these different secondary markets. They were sold out. And I saw the tickets, upper deck, were like 80 bucks. I'm like, all right, well, let me wait a little bit. So I waited, and they kind of went down slightly on Wednesday. I think I, I think on Wednesday, tickets were down to like $60. I'm like, you know what? Tickets are going to go down as you get closer because you want to sell them. So I look again on Friday. I'm like, $88. Like, what happened it to 60 It went back up. So I grabbed them. I just bought two. I'm like, no, I'm not going to fool around. So for poops and giggles, I really thought when you got closer to game time that tickets would plummet. So about 6 p.m., 5.30 maybe out there. The game was at 7.30 out there. I'm like, let me torture myself and see how much money I overspent because I'm sure tickets are like 40 bucks now because the game time's in two hours. Not only did they not plummet, the cheapest ticket on the secondary market to get in at 5 p.m., two and a half hours before game time, was 145. That's yeah. unbelievable. I've tried this, trying this trick for concerts. Like it doesn't that, work. No, it doesn't work. So do people just eat the tickets then rather than sell them cheap? It's a great question because I've done that same thing for like something close by. So like say PNC Art Center yeah. in New Jersey. I'm like I'll I'll wait till the opening bands on right. and then. I'll, no, still high. You would think it's desperate time yes. now. You know, desperation time. Got to get, got to unload them. No, because that's how it used to be with the guys outside. The, the show would start. They're like, I get ready. Twenty bucks. Anybody? Twenty dollars tickets. Not anymore. Now online, it's like the price goes up. Yeah, it's very strange. I don't know how that works. I don't know if people are eating tickets. I don't know. So I blew it on Wednesday, but I feel like I made the right call on Friday when yeah. I bought the tickets. Right, because if you'd wait a last minute Saturday, expe- what do you think right been now? Screwed. So let's. I, and by the way, the fact that the World Series doesn't start till Friday. I mean, are they really Friday. trying? Isn't it Friday? Probably. Are they trying to completely get lost in the shuffle? Yes, they are. Like, what is the? I mean, I understand that there were plans in place to have league championship games this week, but once that goes by the wayside, yeah. you got to adjust somehow. No. Yes. How much do you think for? I'm going to say Philadelphia. Yes, I'm going to say game three. In Philadelphia, I'm going to say your get-in price, Jerry, is two forty. You're going to say the get. So let's see here, two forty. Yeah. So that's not right. I'd like to catch a home run ball at a World Series. All that right. So cool. game game three, I'll do two tickets. All game right. three would be. Huh? <laughs> How much did you say? Two forty. Two forty. The get-in price. Now, do you want to stand or do you want a seat? No, I want a seat. Okay. I'm an old man now, Jerry. I need to sit down. The get-in price. 
on the secondary market for Monday's Game 3 at Citizens Bank Ballpark. This is Section 419. So it's kind of behind home plate, but off to, it's behind home plate, between home plate and first base, I would say. All right. Way up in Section 419, row 15. One ticket. Hold on. You want to do this with fees, too? Let me add the estimated fees. So this is your get-in play price. $1,322. That's a stupid. ticket. I agree. That's insane. Now, you want to sit behind the Phillies dugout? I want to be in the dugout. Twenty-eight seventy-five. <laughs> Come on. So dumb. And then you'll go and uh, like Zach Wheeler will blow the My game and then you've paid God, your money man. for that. That dumb. is unbelievable. Standing room ticket is $1,100. I didn't know they had standing room at, in Philly. I didn't either. I didn't either. They must well, have add that in. Yeah, just stand here. That's that's possible. I yeah. don't, but I've never seen that before. But I haven't looked either, so I don't know. Like I know City Field, you I think you could buy a standing room ticket up by that Shea Bridge. There's an area there. Oh, okay, yeah. I don't know how many they sell. I was not aware that that Philly did that. That's crazy. But maybe they just do it in the playoffs when they need to. Add tickets. You want the World Series action? Me, you, Kim, and Gina will buy four tickets. Four tickets, Jerry. We'll, sure. We'll split the five grand. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a very reasonable thing to purchase. Or how about this? We could go to Barbados. <laughs> right. You want to go to the Phillies game or Barbados for the oh week? Oh my God! I did see that the Brooklyn Nets are dead last. This is a sauce told the New York a Post sauce. that the Brooklyn Nets are dead last in NBA season ticket sales. Yeah, it doesn't shock me. It says of the uh, seven, uh, let's say more than seventeen thousand seat Barclays Center, they have only fifty five hundred season ticket holders. What is bizarre about that, though? Yeah, and I did hear Evan mention this yesterday, and oh, I is that right? And I agree with him because I have looked from time to time. Is secondary market prices are through the roof, so people have bought them. They do sell out a lot of games, but they don't have a great. But we've known this that they don't have a great season ticket fan base. It doesn't shock me. So people are just buying individual game tickets. Yeah, I think when the tickets go on sale, it's it's like, unfortunately, and you know I like the Nets. I, it's almost like going to a net game is more of an event than it is being fan driven. It's kind of like you know Durant, Irving, Barkley Center. Yes, you have your base of fans in there, but it's just not a big fan base, and it's just. People buy up the tickets. You can't get in. So if you want to sit in the nosebleeds Wednesday for Wednesday, no, that's not it. I got to find the next. So it's expensive to get in still. So there's not just cheap tickets to go see the Nets. You want to go to a Brooklyn Nets game, it's going to cost you a lot of money. So the next home game, is this right? Yeah. Uh, This Thursday, they play the Mavericks for two tickets. That's your team, the Mavericks. The get-in price, not terrible. It's sixty bucks. You're in the upper level. Sixty bucks. The get-in price for the Knicks against the Hornets this week, Wednesday, is seventy. So it's similar in that regard, but the Knicks fan base is just much bigger. It's not no no shock, right? That's you know whatever it is what it is. I did see Ben Simmons getting angry uh, last Don't blame night. Him. I do not blame with him. the refs for that uh, last foul out. call on him is a joke. The one thing I would say too about watching the NBA, and I I, I like it and I hate it all at the same time. The officiating is just, you want to throw up. The ticky, the stuff they let go, and then the crap they call makes no sense. He called BS Jerry on the, his last foul call. And uh, John Moran said that he uh, took baited receipts. Him. No, he baited him. Well, into he the, did, I into mean, the he, did, he did and he didn't. So he kind of, you know, he rolled the ball up like they always do, whatever. And then he picks the ball and he's just standing there. And then at one point, you know, Simmons gets up on him. Morant kind of shoulders his way into him and then slides around. They call a foul. Now, in the third quarter, because, yes, I was up watching this, sadly, <laughs> there was a play with Steven Adams. I mean, not only him, and I'm not saying it should run on the Nets or the Grizzlies. There's swinging elbows. There's contact left and right. No whistle. Let them play. And a little touch. Like I don't know. It's just Ben Simmons said uh, that, uh, listen, blood happens in the NBA. It, gets, uh, it sometimes gets bloody. It well does. That is true. Fouling. I just hate to physical. see that you foul him out on a play like that. Yeah. It's, a, it's nothing. But whatever. So, And it was a big part, too. It was a six-point game, five-point game, something like that. And um, Grizzlies are good. They are young, and they are good. Who's there uh, other than John Moran, Jerry? Well, last night, uh, Desmond Bain hit eight threes. So you had Moran and Bain. I think they each had 38 points. Now, Durant now Durant and, um, and Irving had 37 each, but they got very little from anybody else. From downtown. Yeah. 
from down. And yeah, if I were to do the math on that, eight three pointers would be twenty four points. Uh, that is correct. That is, you're you're good at math. I nailed that. What was interesting was the team I saw in Dallas was the Grizzlies, right? And they played the night before and looked like they had no interest in playing. Like the Dallas went up and down the floor and just killed them in the first quarter. But whatever. NBA's back, baby. Speaking of NBA and broadcasters and things like that, uh, Ian Eagle, who yeah. does uh, NBA, he does uh, football. Yes, he does. He the Nets. Is, uh, does the Nets. I see Jim Nance announced that uh, the Final Four in 2023, the one coming up, will be his final Final Four. Yeah. Nah, hello, friends. And Let that Ian Eagle will be the, the new. Nah, hello, friends. Jim Nance. Do oh, you think? Nah. And I'm serious about this. All right. Because there was no conversation of Jim Nance giving this up. But a lot of conversation this tournament was that I stole the show. Is that right? And on, Well, you remember. We talked oh, yeah. about this. And on social media, I mean, people were killing Nance. Like, it's enough. Like, Ian is clearly Step the aside. Do you think he heard that? Yes. And that got back to him. And he said, you know, I don't need this anymore. Right. So maybe I am slipping. I don't No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't think he's slipping. <laughs> just Ian's just better. Ian is just... Ian's great at everything he does. Ian in basketball is phenomenal. And he really did. I mean, he stole the show in the tournament last year. I love Ian Eagle doing the Jets games. Yeah, sure. On TV. On TV, yeah. Yeah. CBS. Eddie, he did how many years with the Jets on radio? Two? It wasn't much. Two or three. Because then he went right to TV. He got hired by CBS. He was outstanding there, too. And I saw his son did an NFL game. Yeah, well, Noah Eagle's on the he's Noah on the Eagle. wheel now. Yep, yep. Now he's I think he did games last year too. I don't know. They seem to make a big deal of it this year that okay. th- that he and his father were doing games on the same day for whatever reason. All right, maybe. Oh, hmm. Okay, I know he was doing the Clippers. Maybe this. Maybe this. And he did college games on CBS. I think this was his first NFL. Maybe it was his first NFL game. Makes yeah. sense. He's very good too, as you know. All right, five thirty-six. We still have more to do. More than halfway home. Boomer and Geo warming up in the bullpen, as they say, right here on the fan. We're cloudy skies. Temperature's going to hit the mid-60s. Nice day to be with us. WCBS FM. On a Tuesday morning. <laughs> no time left for you. Just the association. Who is this? Guess who? The guess who. The guess who. Right, well, there you go. All right, so by speaking of guess who, it's a great song to play because we're going to try and guess. Well, probably not. But it is 543. We do this every week. I haven't seen anybody duplicate or imitate this yet. Uh, like we do the uh, cool games. Yeah, cool games is ripped off, Jerry. But uh, we do present to you on this Tuesday morning, now that week seven in the NFL is in the books, Al Dukes' list of fraudulent five favorite teams. Go, Al, take it. All right, Jerry, this one was not easy. i got to tell you, I, I had a fight for a fifth team, and that's been happening a lot this year. Yeah. Very up and down, mediocre year so far. Very mediocre. Number one, Jerry, let's keep it local first. The New York Jets. The They're Jets. My, I will tell you that right now, the New York Jets are the main team that I root for. I actually thought that they were going to be off the list with the wow. injuries. I did. No, they're not off the list yet. Okay. Well, not yet. You just said they're the main team. They're so. the main team, yeah. So even if they lose when you're the main team, you still kind of hang on there. Fair enough. For a couple weeks. Fair enough. I actually have four of your five teams. Okay. So Jets are number one. Number two. New York Giants. How could they not be? They're six and one. They won again. Uh-huh. Of course, they're on the list. I like Brian Dayball again. Giant fans calling yell at him because he's not allowed. Uh, I do like Brian Dayball, Jerry. I'm starting to like Daniel Jones. Oh, are you? Uh-huh. Oh, okay, I got gotcha. you. I'm got starting it. to like again, Saquon Barkley. I don't Barkley. want you on this bandwagon. I don't want G on this bandwagon. I don't want Boomer on this bandwagon. Get off the bandwagon. Well, you right all now, hate it on this kid. Get off the bandwagon. Right now, I'm on don't it. Don't want you on it. Well, you this can't is keep this you is my here. bandwagon. Okay. Who else you like? Saquon Barkley. You like the offensive line now? Well, I don't know. No, I don't like the <laughs> offensive line yet because Daniel Jones is still running too much. No, but this is before you go on. I was thinking this, because the one thing I did hear, even like listening to like national sports radio a little bit yesterday, well, you know, he's not throwing for enough yards. But here's what he's doing. He's throwing for a couple hundred yards. He's running for a hundred yards. 
If I told you that he's going to account for 300 yards of offense and two or three touchdowns every week. We take it. Who wouldn't take that? I would take that. You'd have to be an ass not to take you that. You would have to be an ass, yes. So I would I take want that, you Jerry. I'm not an ass. Not happy about that. Well, here's one then for you, Jerry. Number three, Dallas Cowboys. You're allowed on that bandwagon because I feel like you grew up a Cowboys fan. I did. I'm okay with that. And they beat the Lions. Dak Prescott was back. The defense is good. The uh, Dallas defense is good. Uh, Dak did enough. He wasn't super great. No, he was fine. His first throw of the game was horrific. Yeah. It was awful. After that, he was fine. All right. So that's number three. Number four, they've been hanging around a long time, Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. And they just pound. I still think people don't talk about the Chiefs Well, because much. they lost Tyreek Hill, so how are they going to be so good? Yeah. They're still really good. And, like, everyone loves the Bills now. It's like, the Bills is the new well, yeah. the new team. The Bills are the favorite to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, Boomer loves it. Boomer even, yeah, broke up with Patrick Mahomes to go to the Bills. He loves Josh Allen. So those are my four. I had a struggle for a fifth one, How Jerry. are the Bills not the fifth one? I don't know. I'm not on that bandwagon yet because I, I don't I don't like the disrespect to the Chiefs, and I think it's cost of the Bills, so I'm not on the Bills bandwagon right. yet. I wouldn't think one has to do anything with the other, yeah, but all right. I don't know why I'm not rooting for them. So number five, they're still hanging around somehow. Bucks. And I'm not happy about it. Four. I know. They're still in first place. Are they three and four? Yeah. They're three yeah. and four and in first place. I'll tell you what, they gotta get healthy quick. Yeah. I know. Tom I'm not Brady's happy gonna get this. his ass kicked. And this is not the way he's looking to go out. And no. I don't think I don't think he's lost go a box. step. Go box. I think things have changed. Yeah. He doesn't have any time. Guys don't catch go the box. football. Oh, that Mike Evans drop. You no kidding. That changed the whole day for them. Yeah. You're I kept the Bucks. I know they're still there. Again, you like go the Bucks, Bucks growing up, so I can't say anything. Right. But I'm stunned with the fraud that you are yeah. that you didn't take the Bills. Yeah. I, I I don't know. Bills and Eagles, I just Bills, Eagles, and Vikings. I can understand All the winners. Eagle, one of the Vikings. I can't. The get Eagle involved. one I understand as a uh, Cowboy, Giant, Washington fan that you are. I'm not a Washington fan. I can totally fan. understand why you wouldn't take the Eagles. <laughs> the Bills one to me is a little. Listen, we'll see how the rest of the season goes. Right, next week, my number one team, the Buffalo the Bills. The Buffalo Bills, Jerry. That is funny. Now, speaking of Mike Evans, did you see the referees after the I game? I saw the video, yeah. This was very strange. It's in the not good. In the tunnel after the game, there were two, two, yeah. two referees yep. looking for Mike Evans' autographs. After they lost on and top of it. And he had the big drop. Yes. Now, what's interesting, well, that was the drop football that they wanted to sign. Um <laughs> It's interesting because, at your advice, I started watching the Tim Donahue documentary uh, on Netflix. Yeah. Which is very interesting. And you see how delicate the whole situation is. I just started watching it and a couple days ago, and then I see this. And I'm not saying they're doing anything phony, but it's like, guys, what are you doing? Yeah, they know that that's that's yes, a, and they're they're not new referees; they're twenty One's, year vets. Well, no, the second one is his fourth year. Oh, four. The, okay, the one guy it's his eighteenth season. The second referee, I think it's his fourth season, but even four. You're a veteran now. It's not your first or second year. You're on for four years. You've been around a little while. And it was a weird. They weren't like getting a football signed or picture. Like it was just looked like a little card of some sort. Yeah, I don't know. I know they're looking into it. Yeah, the NFL is looking into it. Maybe they have a, a, a referee little kid friend who charity is, who is ill or something. It's certainly possible. But the other thing, you can't do it right in the tunnel. I, right. Well, I guess where there's cameras. Yeah, well, there's cameras everywhere. You're going to go walk true. into the locker room? <laughs> While he's nude? The players hate you after that game. Right. You know? I Yeah, I don't know. At the very, it doesn't look great. Let's just leave it there. Mike Evans should have said, I can't sign autographs for you guys. It's in your union thing. But, well, I don't paperwork. think he, he probably doesn't know. He doesn't even know the NFL union thing. Oh, like right. I would think most players don't. You think he knows the referee union thing? No. I mean, clearly the referees I don't think the don't officials know. don't know it either. Yeah, I guess not. I'm in a union. I don't know the rules. You can't get autographs either here, Jerry. Well, I mean. That's a rule. Is that true? Probably not. Mm, okay. But that was a yeah, it's a bizarre story, though. Yeah, that was we'll a strange see. one. How long do you think this investigation takes? <laughs> two <Six> months. <laughs> you think they're on the Minimum two weeks. Do you think they're on the field Sunday? Yeah. You do? I do. I think they'll just be, like, fined and yelled at. Okay. I want more than that. And maybe they won't do any more Bucks games. Because now I'm going to keep my eye on their sure. Mike Evans uh, calls. Well, if they're doing... A Bucks game. Yeah, if exactly. they're doing a Bucks game, right? Yeah, interesting. Another interesting thing that happened yesterday yesterday in the NFL is that the Colts are benching Matt Ryan. So he has a grade two shoulder strain or separation, right. whatever. Okay, fine. So he's going to play this week. What I find interesting, though, is the fact that they're saying, no, no, 
Even when he's back healthy, he's not playing. Well, what if Ellinger goes out and sucks on Sunday? Right, you had You're a built, not going to go back to Matt Ryan. Right, you had a built-in excuse to pull yes. to, to not play him this week and to see what Sam Ellinger has. Never heard of you, but yeah, they said the rest of the way. And then I liked uh, a Frank Reich. Yeah, he go. He says, Matt, we did not hold up our end of the bargain. You came here and we promised you a top NFL rushing game, and we promised you great protection. And we haven't, as an offense, delivered on that. And that starts with me. They've been terrible. Like, they've been bad. Yeah. And I I get it. Ellinger out of Texas drafted last year in the sixth round. Wow. Yep. He has zero attempts in his career. He's never even been on the field. And uh, he he won the job over Nick Foles to be the backup. Yeah. Well, we'll see what he's got. Maybe he's the next Tom Brady. He'll be in Indy. I I don't know. I was I was surprised not by this week and the injury. I was yeah. surprised by the declaration going forward. This kid's our quarterback. Okay, right? Because what you said, he goes out and throws four interceptions. Right. I was going to say he goes Ryan's ten. For, he goes ten for thirty-one Sunday, three picks and a throws for one hundred and four yards. And Matt Ryan feels good. We're sticking with Sam. <laughs> Boy, okay. Yeah, it's strange, especially like this early. Still early in the season. Although no. I guess the Colts are feeling uh, the heat. Feeling the heat. Who do they play this week? I'm trying to if find it. Oh, they're home to Washington Sunday. All that right. sounds like a great game. Oh, God. It's going to be Sam Ellinger versus... Taylor Heineke. Taylor Heineke. I mean, talk about a game I don't want to watch. You throw out the records when those two get together. Let me just... This is uh, not a spoiler alert. Okay. I'll just say, because there's a lot of games, and we'll do cool games on Friday. Yeah, that's a Friday. How about the fact, though, that you've got Tennessee-Houston? <laughs> <laughs> What's worse, Houston, Jacksonville? <laughs> you got Tennessee, Houston, and you got Washington Colts with right next to one Sam another Ellinger. on the scoreboard. Yeah, exactly. Also, that means at the same time. That is just terrible. They are no, they are staggered by twenty minutes. Oh, okay, four oh, five and four twenty five. Wow, those are two late window games. Yes, don't don't they try to give you a really good late window game? Uh, I will say this. Yeah, you have one or two. That's okay. all I'll say. I don't want to ruin cool games. Yeah, don't ruin it. I won't it's do It's only that. Tuesday, Jerry. All right, quick break. When we come back, we'll wrap things up. We'll get you to Boomer and Geo at 6. Right now, Odyssey Sports Minute. Amy Lawrence on Guess Who? I think Matt Ryan and Trubisky and Mayfin. All these quarterbacks that aren't any good. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. All right, welcome back. we got a couple more minutes till we get to the Boomer and Geo. Last night you had the uh, Bears beat the Patriots, wrap up the week in the NFL. You had the Knicks win last night. They beat the Magic. Nets lost in uh, Memphis, and the Devils lost as well. What else? Jerry, the Giants of tight end Daniel Bellinger had to have surgery. This sucks. For a fractured eye socket. Yeah, I know. And septum. What's that mean, septum? I don't know. Oh. Something in your nose. Oh, isn't the, that, that up here, yeah, like yeah, between yeah. your nose and Deviated your eye? Septum, right? Isn't that what that is? I think it's the canal that you breathe in. Terrible. That, I, it's such a weird injury. Yeah, because it just looked like you know the hand uh, yeah. on a tackle slid in, and maybe I thought the, it just poked him in the eyeball. Then he was the, bleeding. None of the three Stooges ever had this happen. Whoop! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after all the eye pokes. Yeah, no blood, no nothing. Also, pro wrestlers or pro. I did see one pro wrestler last week was seriously injured on a jump. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I forget. It was like, my God, these guys. They take the eye pokes they pretty take a good, beating. though. Yes. No, they, they take a lot boom. pretty good. Right no there. question. Pile driver, eye poke, eye gouge. Any, any other gouges? Body slam. I just hope for the Giants this isn't the star. Because Evan Neal's hurt, too. He's week to week. Um, like the Jets, we feel terrible for. You hope this doesn't start like some sort of a... There's so many injuries. In the right, NFL. this is Every when it starts week. to happen. Even Jordan Lewis from the Cowboys I just saw is out for the season. Needed foot surgery. A lot of a lot of bad stuff injury wise in this league. And then I saw you know uh, the Broncos play in Denver, in Denver in London this week. <laughs> okay. And there are uh, rumors starting circulating that uh, Daniel Hackett is out after that game. Well, he stinks. They're going to leave him in London. Who do they? Play? They got him an apartment. What they about Nathaniel in... Hackett? Is he what did I say? Who do you say? Daniel Hackett. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's funny. They play both of them. Not for the nothing. brothers. They're playing the Jaguars. Yeah. So if you lose to the Jaguars in leave London, them in London. Then he stays in London. Do you think, serious question, do you think there are more Jaguar <laughs> jerseys now? Yes. Considering they're there every yes. year. They and, have to be, right? And Trevor Lawrence seems yes. exciting. That's yeah. interesting. I think there are. God, the Broncos are 2-5. and 2-5. and five. Ugh. 
They're I, awful. I don't know if Russell Wilson's going to London. I'd leave him home, too. WFAN, WFAN FM, WFAN FM HD1, New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.